What is up, world? Welcome back to the show. This is Misunderstood with Kelly Hall. I'm Kelly Hall, and I'm so happy that you tuned into the show this week because I have a business that is near and dear to my heart, Bliss Tans, owned by Abby and Brandy. I adore these women. I mean, they are so they're so sweet, but they're like absolute powerhouses. And the reason why I wanted to feature them is because I mean, they are everyday women. They are you and me. They started out with a with a goal, with a dream, with an idea. And, you know, it's not Google. It's not Amazon. It is a spray tanning salon that is grown to be the best in Columbus. And Columbus is a huge city. So that's amazing. And I love the, all of their words of encouragement and just their story. So that is why I wanted to have them. It's completely relatable. And we all need to understand what it takes to start a business. What are the key aspects? How do you find a partner? How do you build a brand? What goes into this? And a, a lot of us have great ideas or maybe we have passions or we have interests actually getting a business to start from the ground up is a completely different like I mean what's the right word monster monster I guess I mean it's not that scary but it is a monster I suppose I mean it's a huge feat and these women did this bliss tans blows me away they have supported me from the beginning when I was like a a baby influencer. I think I had like 2,500 followers when I reached out to them. Um, but really, like it didn't come from a place of like, ooh, I want to get free stuff. I reached out to them because if I was going to post, share, and refer, I wanted it to be a business that I believed in and a business that I loved. And I just so happened to get spray tanned every single week. So I reached out to them in Columbus and it built this amazing friendship with them. I respect absolutely everything about them and what they've grown into. So today we're going to be diving into their company. It's not about spray tanning. You might say like, oh, I've never spray tanned in my life. This is about two women hustling, how they found each other as business partners, how they built this company, and how they built their brand. Full jam-packed of in information and inspiring quotes and like I said, such relatable women. So we're going to record, set the record straight here on why branding and the right business partner are so important. Thanks so much to Bliss Tans. Everyone, welcome to the show. So excited to have two of my favorite boss babe entrepreneurs, Andy, Andy, <laughs> I've now blended your names together, Abby and Brandy <laughs> from Blistans. Um, they are so much more than spray tanning. They've literally built their business from the ground up. So thanks so much for being on the show today, guys. Absolutely. Hi, Cal. Hi. Um, so we have quite the story of how we connected. Um, I didn't realize till today that it was actually like serendipity that we connected because I was thrown into the trash in your mailbox. Yes, yes so, you were. Please explain, Brandy. <laughs> um, you know, we received tons of emails, people wanting to team up, collab, you know, we're, like I said, we're a small business, so we can only do so much and handle so many people. So, you know, it was just another day, another email, and I trashed it. <laughs> and I, I just happened to say something to Abby about it the next time I saw her. And 
I just said, Hey, this, you know, this cute girl emailed us about doing a collab, maybe working with us. I'm not sure if you want to read, read it, you know, check the trash. And I just like left work and, you know, she pulled it out of the trash. And next thing I know, here we are three years later. <laughs> Honestly, thank God Abby pulled it out of the trash. <laughs> Dang, that is yes, I'm actually, yes, I'm very thankful she did. That is so funny. I remember this so well. I know exactly what I was doing. Um, and people probably think I'm such a freak because they're like, why do you care so much about this business? It was just like meant to be. It really, really was. Because I've collaborated with a lot of businesses, but I feel like our chemistry was always really great. And I really believed in what you guys were doing, which is huge, especially for our ambassadors. Like you need to care, obviously. For sure. Right. Yeah. Um, and I've always been passionate about spray tanning. I've been spray tanning since I was like 15. My parents both have skin cancer. So I just, you know, I want and I believe in small business. Um, so when I sent you guys an email, I was like, all right, I've already been collaborating with a lot of local businesses. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is how I want to help your business. Let me know if you're interested. And thank God you guys took the bait because, I mean, now I'm mean, what products would I use? I don't even know. <laughs> what the heck? Um, and the reason, like, this is why I wanted to have you on the show because just, it sounds so weird, but like we saw each other once a week for two years. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I know. Like, you don't even, sometimes people don't see friends that often. No. I know. And like, <laughs> you know? I, I still remember the news that you were moving to LA. Like Aww. I was like, in my heart, I was just like, no, I was so sad. <laughs> I didn't, I definitely did not want to lose you as, you know, an influencer, um, somebody just, that was a part of our team. Like I considered you like family. Mm, thanks guys. I know I was really sad too. And I still haven't been able to find anyone here. Cause when you just find businesses that you love, it's one thing to find products, but then when you really believe in a business and like what it was founded on, I mean, you guys, just found it like that's what bliss is bliss is a family and you've built this network of women who feel so empowered and now I can't walk into like a standard salon and feel empowered I'm just like wow this is not the same at all we actually have a lot of people that write us on Instagram that have moved away um, and they will reach out and say you know well, I haven't found anybody like you guys um, oh. do you have any recommendations on where to go Unfortunately, I never have any recommendations in another city, um, but it is nice to hear and that people miss us even when they move. Yeah, it's so true. So, okay, let's get into it. Bliss Tans, like how did it start? Where was the inception of this brand and this company? Okay, so it started after I had been nannying for 10 plus years. I was burnt out. Um randomly met somebody that knew about a spa downtown that I should reach out to. So I reached out, ended up going in there. That's where Brandy was working. Um, I had started with a different name for the business. Which Tell was, them the name. What no, was it? Embarrassing. It's awful. It was, <laughs> it was Eos spray tanning because Eos was the, I think the goddess of sun. But everybody amazing. Wow. <laughs> it was awful. Everybody would call it EOS tans. Well, and the chapstick was really yes. popular then too. 
yes, it was ah. not good. So here I am in the spa sitting with Brandy one day. Um, like we'd become, I wouldn't say we were like good acquaintances. It wasn't like we were yeah. hanging out or anything like that, but we would chat at work and stuff. And um, I remember sitting there being like, what about this name? Do you like this name? And I remember her saying, I really like bliss. And I was like, okay. And I looked at her and I said, do you want to do this with me? Like <laughs> very Aww. desperate, like, come on, do this with me. And she was like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> so that It was, was I don't even think I thought about it. It was like, okay. Yeah. And it was definitely re- like, <laughs> yes. It's funny because then you like think about it. I'm like, we're seven years in. I'm like, what just happened? Like, here we are seven years in and we have this brand and, but that's exactly how it happened. That is so funny. So something you mentioned on the call before we started the show was you actually would recommend when you're finding a business partner that maybe your business partner's first and friends second. So can you elaborate on how that has worked for you guys so far? Uh, Yeah. A lot of people always say, oh my gosh, I love you guys together. Um, You guys must have been friends forever. And they're always surprised to hear that Abby and I didn't have a friendship. Like she said, we were acquaintances, talked at work. Um, But we really built bliss as business first. And then our friendship grew. Um, So I think that has really been a key to success for us. It's worked in our favor. Um, We don't have all the emotional baggage or all the history. Um, It's always been bliss. That's been our anchor. Um, And then we, you know, we've built our friendship around that. And, you know, now we've become, I consider her family. So, um, but I definitely think the key was um, becoming business partners and then building our friendship. That is definitely misunderstood. 100% because there's I mean and there are people out there family-owned businesses what have you that are great and they succeed but you guys have really nailed the balance I remember thinking that whenever I first started working with you guys like I was like oh they must be best friends or they must be sisters or something like that and you're like nope we just got in business and it worked and then come to find out you guys are actually like the ying to the yang like you're 100 that is yes exactly my husband actually compliments it a lot because i think he's still surprised how well it worked um he always mentions like you guys are complete opposite but it just works yeah the yin to the yang that's exactly what it is um we d- we got very lucky and i will also add like brandy and i let's not try to like say that everything's always smooth sailing and perfect but it's I feel like we can like get into these little like bickery arguments and then it's just like I don't know it just always just like goes away we're just like yeah that's just us that's just like how we we work but we've never been into an argument where the business was on the line again for sure business is always first then our friendship and that's yeah. I think that's what's helped we have the same common goal Yes, and I think we respect each other enough that, you know, I did like little business things where I feel like some people take stuff too, like, to heart too much. Mm-hmm. And I think Completely. that are just, I feel like we just have such a solid foundation that, 
like little things like that would never shake bliss or like what we've built in our relationship, which I think says a lot for Brandy and I as a team that we kind of, we just know how each other works 100%, I feel like. Like an example. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. We mentioned earlier, um, like how you guys found that balance and one of you is really, really good at something and the other is not so good, but you have found some, like you found strengths and weaknesses in each other. What would you recommend to someone who is sitting down with their business partner for the very first time, maybe looking back what you are happy you did or what you wish you had done differently? What would you tell them? Um, I wish that I would have listened to Brandy when she said, don't spend that money on advertising. <laughs> that <is> like, <laughs> I will always hang that over her head in a fun what? way, obviously, but um, it's I just guess. funny. She, yeah, she used her divorce settlement. It, she got her divorce settlement right when we started Bliss and I'll never forget it. And she spent like $8,000 like on this magazine advertisement. And I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. And she did it. (laughs) (laughs) Why Brandy is in charge of our finances. (laughs) How did you navigate the balance between the two of you? I mean, like you, you mentioned before, Abby worked on the website, Brandy does products. I mean, now you have such a fluid running business. I wouldn't recommend this, but you know, for Abby and I, it just really happened organically. She saw my strengths. I saw her strengths, obviously, She took on my weaknesses. I took on hers. But if I was giving advice, I would definitely say, sit down and write what you're good at, what you're not good at, and see if, you know, how it messes with your business partner. Um, I mean, Abby and I did not do that, but we got very lucky um, when it came to that stuff. Um, It just has happened organically. We've just taken on certain roles. Um, But yeah, I would definitely recommend finding what you're good at and finding what your business partner is good at and letting each other take control of those roles. Um, like Abby doesn't try yeah. and take control of something I'm good at. And I don't try and take control of something she's good at. Yeah. That makes so much sense. It's kind of like if there were two Brandies in the business, like it wouldn't no, work. No. And then if there were two Abbies in the business, it wouldn't work. You know, no. you have to find someone oh God, who no. is the opposite. It is. And I don't know. <laughs> how it was like honestly it was just <laughs> meant to be and I thought that's so cheesy but I feel like 100% like it was this business was just meant to be it's like fit together like puzzle pieces it's just it's crazy how yeah I just that there's no other way to explain it because honestly we came into this as two girls that just wanted to do spray tanning and thought it would be like fun <laughs> and then it just kind of evolved because it just, it just worked we but that's probably why it works so well is because you wanted to have fun. You know, like you just wanted to do well and you enjoyed what you were doing. Yes. And then just so happened now it's huge. Bliss is absolutely the number one recommended place in Columbus, Ohio. And you guys have like built such an, a spray tanning empire there. It's, it's incredible to follow. Um, but yeah, I think it, it probably just started from that passion. And I that's the big thing too. I think if you have to have a passion for what you're doing, otherwise, if it's but just- I 
oh, that sounds like fun. Like, let's just do it. But I will say this. In the beginning, I don't know that I knew what my passion was. Like, I think I really struggled with that. And I remember talking to my husband about that. Like, I was doing this business. I was running this business. And I was going to work every day. But I grew to love this business. And I grew to love what I'm doing. Um, It definitely helps if you have a passion going into it. Um, But mine evolved. It was not there in the beginning. I know that I was in a place in my life where I needed some change. And that's maybe why I just jumped on anything that came my way. I think it came my way for a reason. Um, But I don't want everybody to think that you have to have like this strong passion in order to be successful because I definitely did not have that in the beginning. Yeah, that makes total sense. Because I think a lot of people well, one, like, I think passions change or goals change and you see an opportunity like you did. Mm-hmm. You think it's a good one and you probably will regret it if you don't take it. And like you said, things evolve. You know, there's a lot of people out there saying like, ooh, if it just doesn't jump my bones immediately, I shouldn't do it. But like, you don't know unless you dive into it. No, I, and I didn't even realize, you might as well try. I didn't even realize that I could be good at giving the spray tan. I didn't even know I was good at running a business. I didn't know half of my potential until I just jumped in and did this, but that just kind of shows you the place I was in my life. I was lost when it came to a career, what I wanted to do. Um, so Abby definitely came, you know, at the right time in my life, but I, I don't want people to feel like you have to be 100% passionate to make it successful because like I said, I was not. And I, that is so powerful. I love that you said I didn't even know half my potential because look at everything you're doing now. I, oh, it's it crazy. Is crazy. Um, yeah, there are times where I lay in bed at night. I'm like, how did we do this? Because <laughs> I, I don't know how we did it. Um, well, I mean, I do, but it, we've been very, very um, lucky too. You know, and we, obviously we have a great support system here in Columbus. You guys for sure do. I, th- I would say blessed because the hard work is evident. Absolutely evident. I actually, I would love to dive into that next because we mentioned earlier, I was like, hey guys, how did you start your brand? And you're like, ew, if I scroll back <laughs> on Instagram and I tell you about where bliss was, it makes me want to vomit. So 100% talking about <laughs> that evolution, when like, when you initially started your brand, what were like the key things you wanted to hold on to? So like bliss did not start out the way it did today. So like starting out, someone says, you know, I want to have a brand. I have kind of have these ideas. What would you recommend to them? And how did bliss evolve? I mean, I would say like, don't have too many expectations. Don't think that it's going to be perfect you know Mm -hmm. right off the bat like just you have to be patient with yourself and Mm -hmm. with your brand and I feel like that's something that we struggled with because we wanted it to be like yeah this is perfect I want to look like this and this and this and you're not going to be there at the very you know the very first thing I mean look at all the brands out there look at Victoria's Secret look I mean everything has like you know evolved and gotten better and things Mm -hmm. like that. It's, it's tricky and it's a little bit frustrating, but you just kind of have to give yourself, I don't know, wiggle room. I don't want to say to fail, but 
to like try things to see what fits what doesn't yeah and you can always change I mean we've changed our logo how many times (laughs) (laughs) yeah we have and I think you have to and I'm really I'm not good at this at all you have to be willing to take criticism um and I don't take it very well so and Abby takes it so well I admire her so much for that because Abby can take criticism and roll with the punches and not let anything offend her so I admire that so much about her um so you know obviously we had a lot of criticism in the beginning like they did people didn't like this or people didn't like that um this made them uncomfortable this so you have to be able to listen to what the people are telling you. Yes. Adapt and take constructive criticism. I th- yeah. That makes so much sense. How, so you said initially you thought bliss to be like sophisticated and you were trying to fit it into this certain mold of what you thought maybe other people would want And one thing you mentioned earlier was don't fight what it's supposed to be. So can you guys expand on that? Because now your branding is amazing and you see like your logo or your Instagram and you're like, so on brand, but how did that evolve? Like, how did you get to where it's supposed to be now and fight, you know, what you thought the public wanted? I think in the beginning, I feel like we started out like that first photo shoot. Brandy with yeah um, with Kendall Kendall which I still love those pictures they're some of my favorites yes was the epitome I feel like of what bliss was she was blowing a bubble she had a cute bikini on she had a you know great tan there was you know a hair and messy bun she just looked yeah just like super cute and then I don't know I think and then we tried to we had that cute little logo that Jacqueline did with the heart over the eye and mm-hmm. lids. And then it was kind of like, well, let's try this. Let's go to like, instead of hot pink, let's try, you know, like more of a peachy pastel. And Abby was obsessed with the peachy pastels for a while. I <laughs> wanted that to work so much, but it just wasn't bliss. And we just kind of, we would print business cards or we'd put it on the website And we were always drawn back to where we originally started was with the hot pink color. So finally, I just said to Abby, after two years of fighting, (laughs) you know, what the brand is supposed to be, I said, we just need to accept that we're like this girl power, bubble gum, fun spray tanning place. That's what we are. Um, We're a place where women can feel empowered and size, shape, color. You are welcome here. We got you. Um, but we fought that for a little bit, which is crazy because that's not who we are. Um, we tried to be this super chic, sophisticated place, and that's just not who we are. Yeah, it's just that's yeah. so funny. I can't even picture that now because I just like know you guys. Like it doesn't even match your personality can... almost because you're so. <laughs> There's funny. this one website. I don't even remember the name of the website anymore, but I can still remember what it looks like. And I'm Abby saying, "I want this." I, this is what I want bliss to look like. It is nothing what we look like now. <laughs> no, that's how hard we were fighting it. Yes. We want to be yeah. like, yes. Like, I don't know. And it, it, bliss is what it is. And yes, we're, I feel like I still personally have this fight with like Instagram branding because some people are just so like they have like the nudes and like the blacks and it's all very like sophisticated <laughs> yes. and 
that's awesome. But I'm still wearing like retro prints. So no matter how much I fight it and I want to be sophisticated, I literally cannot. I am always going to yeah. be wearing like bright pink lipstick and bright yeah, colors. Yep. I'm like, dang right. it. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to have to get over the fact that. And it's that not is me. exactly what happened with Bliss. I remember Brandy, she was like, listen, we're just going to have to give it up. Bliss is hot p- bubblegum, Brit Spears, <laughs> genie in a bottle. <laughs> bye bye bye. That is genie. <laughs> band <laughs> yeah yeah the neons um yeah that's just who we are and it's so funny because it's the complete opposite if you'd walk into my house my house is it's just yeah. really funny but the brand has evolved to be that people know it as that and people love it for that um so it's just who we are now I do worry about like when we're in our 50s like are we still going to be rocking this brand like this I don't know but yes you will it's just like the 90s never goes out of style obviously um so one thing that you know you mentioned before was if you want to build a business you have to have a brand so while we're on this topic I mean why is branding so important when you build a business I feel like unless you are Kylie Jenner or Kardashian. True. <laughs> your name just doesn't, it's just not going to do it, you know? So if you mm-hmm. want to build a brand, it's like you're going to have to find a catchy name and then just like create this experience around your brand. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. Like you want your yeah. brand to be Completely. like a complete experience. Because I feel like if it was Brandy and Abby's spray tans, first of all, that sounds incredibly cheesy. And it's like, you really can't go from there. I yeah. Like there's no expanding. It, there's no, you know, what if someday somebody comes to us and they say, we have a great business model. We'd like to expand and, you know, an, be an all woman owned business and have these other, you know, different blisses all around where other women can do it. But if it was Brandy and Abby spray tanning, I don't think that we could achieve that. Another thing that helps with branding is being consistent all around the board from the moment they walk into the room to the business cards that they see outside to your website. We try to make everything cohesive and flow Mm -hmm. and you represent us no matter where we are. So if somebody's walking down the street and they see our business card, it's going to represent what it's going to look like in our studio and the experience that they're going to get. Um, So we really try to stay consistent with that. And I think a lot of people like that. um, And that really Mm -hmm. helps um, when it comes to building your brand. That is so true. You, that is so true. Now that you're saying it, you, everything about your experience is consistent. Like whether it's your social media to walking in your studio to your waiting room, your, your social media matches your waiting room. And then like you walk in and you know, all the fonts in the directions on the walls, yes. like, they all match. And the people that work there, like they're nice outgoing people, you know, it's not like, Oh, hi, welcome right. to this. You know, I'm yeah. depressing. It's always like bubbly, exciting people. So because your brand is all about empowerment, when you feel empowered, when you're there, which like you said, it's almost giving people an experience because it's, 
you know, it is more than spray tans. Uh, your your branding is real babes, real bodies, fake Correct. Tips, right? Look at that right. Ooh, I got it right <laughs> on my first try. Woo. Um, but it's so true because like that is the feeling you have, like whether you enter or you exit, you never feel like you know concerned about the way that you look or like your body or anything you're just like oh hey guys come on in you know I have a new friend here and you've really nailed it across the board wholeheartedly thank you of course and I feel like you've done the same thing with your ambassador team too you guys have been really particular about who you brought on so you know for maybe business owners that don't understand how do you even navigate bringing on ambassadors? What is something that you look for whenever someone reaches out to you and says like, Hey, I'd love like me. (laughs) Um, Hey, I'd love to partner with you. You know, what helps you kind of focus in on the type of woman you'd want to represent your brand? I think a big thing is do your research just because somebody reaches out to you. Doesn't mean that you have to like snatch them up, look at their pictures. I mean, I know we've been approached by some people and, they're adorable. And then we get on their Instagram and see their social media. And we're like, that's just not really what we want bliss to reflect or, you know, what bliss encompasses or, you know, things like that. So I think it's important mm-hmm. that um, just because somebody reaches out to you or if they have a large following or this or that, you have to make sure that it fits your brand or it's not going to work. I remember when we first started off, there was a girl, she had like 250,000 followers and we were like, Gosh, we cannot believe this. We were over the moon. We were so excited. <laughs> she was probably one of the worst influencers. She didn't do anything for us. Um, so we always say it's not the amount of followers they have. It's like what they actually bring to the table. And I think you're an example of that. Because yeah. when we met you three years ago, I don't think you had near as large of a following as you do now and how much you've grown but you did a lot for us with a small following. Networking. Yes. <laughs> Networking is huge. Not just like cute pictures and, huge. you know, a cute outfit. It's way more than that. It, it, nowadays, it's like ambassadors, they're also your yes. word of mouth. Like you said before how you like don't pay for advertising you know, you actually, there's so much value there because people don't take advantage of the free stuff. There's so many free ways to connect and to build your brand and to increase word of mouth. You guys kill it when it comes to that. I mean, you have ambassadors out the wazoo that actually believe in your business. And I feel like you do every free thing you possibly can. I, we don't turn down anything that's free unless it not represent bliss at all um yeah yeah. I'm all about it because just when you think everybody knows who you are and they don't um there's always somebody that's like oh who are you um what do you do and there's somebody else who doesn't know us so I'm like sign me up anything I'll do it even if it reaches like one person because that one person turns in to two people and that two people turn into four people so on and so forth. So it's just taking any opportunity you can to reach a different audience, which I think is important with influencers. Like you don't want to have the same cookie cutter person. No, we try and yeah, yeah pick 
um, different girls that represent different things, um, even have different jobs. Like if they all worked at the Abercrombie home office, well, what's that going to do for us? You know, we like girls that do, you know, all have different jobs. They bring something different to the table. Um, They all come from different walks of life. And I like that about them. Yeah, exactly. They're And they're bringing in a completely different clientele every time they say something about you. And like you said, if they bring in one person, I think sometimes business owners are just, they get really impatient. They want to start out with, you know, one ambassador or one ad going to bring in a hundred people. And if you have one super committed client, who's going to come see you every single week over time, they're going to talk about you. You know, they're going to refer people. They're going to bring people in. And I feel like that's, what helped with me I was definitely not a massive influencer at the time but everyone knew I got spray tans so just like little by little everyone's like oh I trust Kelly because Kelly gets spray tanned every (laughs) Thursday (laughs) where are you going and we've gonna say we've gotten lucky with having people that have just like believe in our brand and have fallen in love with us but aren't actually influencers um Pebby Forevy on Instagram she has been huge for us. Um, she makes a post or says something about it. And she's not an influencer for us. She's not getting anything from us. Um, she just believes in the brand. And she really generates a mm. lot of Instagram traffic for us, which is really nice. And it makes me feel good um, <clears throat> to be loved by her. And oh, she's done a lot for yeah. us. but. It's nice to find those people where you're not constantly giving something and then it's like, okay, now what are you going to do for me? She's doing it because she truly loves us. Yeah. Yeah. Which says a lot about obviously you guys as a company. Question. How did you get your first client? Do you remember? I I remember. It's so funny. I was just talking to my husband about this. Um, I remember sitting at his desk in his condo. I don't know if it was bliss yet or what, but I was, I remember taking, her name was um, Genevieve. She worked with uh, my best friend, Emily and Jeremy, of course, took a picture of me on the phone with my first (laughs) client, but it's like, I will always remember that, like just so silly. And I don't think she's ever come back to us since though. I I don't remember my first tan, but I remember the first person who complained about a tan and I will forever remember it. I remember I was on a trip in Chicago. And really? It ruined my trip. I think I even came. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard this story. Tell it. Yes. This is when we were at the Stephen Detour studio. And she, in her notes, requested to see Abby. And uh, obviously, I'm not going to say her name. But if I said her name, Abby would know who I'm talking about. But um. I'll never forget it. And she still comes to us this, to this day. And now I tan her and everything's fine. But in the beginning, she preferred Abby over me and it crushed me. Yeah. You said that earlier. You said you don't take criticism well, <laughs> but look at the way where you're at now. I mean, 
it's crazy. Now you can let the, those small things roll off because it's funny though. So successful when we get, I mean, and I would say complaints are few and far between, but I just feel like we have such, we love our clients and we actually care what their tans look like. So when somebody is unsatisfied, it, it seriously, it still hurts our feelings. Like it's a personal jab, which it's not, but I think we just take so much pride in our business and customer service that we just want everybody to be happy. If that I think that's why it's making the difference though. And one thing too, I asked you guys, you're so humble as a company. You guys are like, Oh, we're not that big. And you're the biggest spray tanning company in Columbus. Um, but I asked you earlier, what, like, what was the turning point that you started realizing, okay, we really got something here. Like we're kind of growing out of, you know, our current studio, our current business, and we have to continue building. What, when did that happen for you guys? Um, I would say about three years in, um, we were um, inside a salon that fit the brand of Bliss. Um, obviously, there was, you know, we were working inside there and paying rent. Um, but the atmosphere, the girls, the clientele, it all kind of meshed with what we were trying to build. So that was a huge stepping stone for us. Um, if anybody can find a place that they fit, um, no matter what you're doing, that's really huge. Um, because it just kind of, then we just kind of grew organically from there. Um, and then when we outgrew that space, um, people followed us. And then from there, it just kind of blew up. It's amazing how strategic you were. You weren't just like running out of space from like a random spot right next to a coffee shop. You run into space that had similar clients and was like you said, a very on brand with bliss and that helped you grow. I don't think a lot of people think about that strategy at all with especially like spaces they're running out. Say I think about Groupons and other small businesses that are trying to get started, but they don't think about the location, location of where they're at. Location is the key for us. Like, we will never leave Grandview. That's where Bliss was born. That's where we blew up. And that's where we will always stay. And I feel like that's the home of Bliss. Um, location has was huge for us. Some people will throw up a business anywhere and hope it succeeds, but you really have to think about it yeah you want a central location where people can drive to you easy access so I feel like we've been very fortunate when it comes to our location we we definitely um got very lucky with that so on a final note for each of you I'd like to hear your insight you spent a lot of time talking about building a brand which Bliss is a very successful brand. Um, so if anyone hasn't heard of you guys, go follow them at Bliss Tans on Instagram. You'll see exactly what we're talking about. But what would you each say is most misunderstood about building a brand, about building this successful company? Most misunderstood? Oh, man. Um, I would probably say that it's people think that it's easy. One people think that, you know, obviously for me personally, you know, people are like, Oh, spray tanning is so easy. You only work two days a week. Actually it's not that easy. And there's a stigma around spray tanning. So we've had to overcome that stigma. And 
remind people we're not in the 1990s anymore. Um, But when I'm done spray tanning and I come home, I'm still working. I'm constantly trying to evolve and become more creative and want to bring more to the table. I want to keep clients coming back for more, for more, for more. So the stigma that, oh, all she does is spray tans. Um, I still don't think, I know that you tell us that, oh my gosh, you guys are so big, which I love when you do that because it makes me feel, even though I don't feel um yay it's I just it's so hard because I'm constantly my brain is constantly moving I'm trying to evolve um but I'm always working and it's not easy it's not easy that's I get so frustrated sometimes people just think oh she only works two days a week I always work and I was (laughs) the one thing that annoys me the most annoys me and is like flattering is when people are like oh is this a franchise like, no, <laughs> we built this from the ground up. And I would say it is, but it's also that like, is a compliment. We did all this ourselves, but thank you for thinking it's a franchise. But sometimes uh, we get, um, if we have any negative feedback, people are more aggressive with us because they think it's a bigger business than it is. It's just a small business, uh, you guys, you know, um, you know, when coronavirus hit people, a lot of people think we are bigger than we are. and you know, we were just trying to navigate like everybody else was. And, you know, some people were upset that we were promoting our business in the very beginning, but we weren't shut down yet. Um, And people had sent emails, you know, that were very hurtful, but we were just trying to keep our business going because we're a small business. Right. I feel like that's another thing that's misunderstood is there's still, there's people behind this business, you know, and it's amazing how some people forget that, especially because they're not entrepreneurs. They don't respect that, but like there's hard work, sweat and tears that was poured into this. And there's also women making their living off the business alone. So like just respect the fact that someone is first of all they've built this but second of all there's human beings that are running it like you said it's not a franchise no. like there's not millions of other bliss hands out there that are like out making millions of dollars like you are a small business so, running your small business and me, people forget that feedback we get it comes directly to abby and i we read it all any negative feedback we get it comes to abby and i we read it all um and abby reminded me Cause I was really upset in March once we got shut down and she's like, Brandy, people think we're bigger than we are. And they think it's okay to send emails like this. I'm like, but it's not okay. <laughs> but also flattering because people do think you're bigger. I mean, you guys now, especially you have your new product line You're shipping everywhere. I mean, I'm out in Los Angeles and I'm still promoting your products. So it's growing. Definitely. It's growing, guys. Still, even after all this time. (laughs) And I hope it continues to grow. It will continue to grow. I think you guys have really laid out some honesty here. For anyone who is interested in building a business, I mean, you are both representation of like I said blood sweat and tears like everything you've poured into this company 
everything you didn't even know you were capable of, like Brandy said, <laughs> you didn't even know she had half the potential that she has now. But look at you now, just blossoming. Um, I think it's so inspiring. Yeah. It really is. And people need to understand that you can start something from the ground up and it can be right. and successful. I feel like into don't be afraid to like take a chance. That doesn't mean you're not going to have to have a side job. We've all had, we had side jobs. We but, had side jobs for the first three years of bliss. But it's, you can do it. Wow. And it's totally achievable. I love it, guys. Well, thank you so much for everything you've done for me. I mean, I've never hit the stage before at Miss Ohio USA or Miss California USA without a Bliss product on my body because I trust you guys so much. And you've really cultivated this whole empire of women who are like so empowered and love you and love your business. And I just keep doing what you're doing because people are watching but I've said this a million times before, the haters will always be louder than the lovers. So if you're doing something right, people are going to criticize you. It's catch 22. But keep doing what you're doing because there's so many of us to believe in you guys. Now, where can our listeners find you? You can find us at blistans.com. You can shop online products. Um, and you can find us um, at blistans on Instagram. Um, those are our two major platforms. Yeah. Yeah. You guys do an awesome job. I think I've sent your Instagram to like five businesses in Los Angeles because they don't know anything about branding. Uh-huh. And I'm like, just look at them. <laughs> I'm like, just follow them. So, well, thank you guys so much, Brandy and Abby. I'm so happy that you found my email out of the trash and we were able to connect. All it's right. been amazing. Uh, so thanks so much, guys. Hey, world. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you have 10 seconds of your time, please consider going to rate my podcast on iTunes. You can find me on iTunes and Spotify and also follow me on Instagram at misunderstood.podcast or at Kelly Renee Hall. I love hearing from you guys. I love feedback, insight, and I appreciate you tuning in week by week. Thanks so much. And I appreciate you continuing to find out how we can get a better understanding of ourselves.